Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I will be talking with Ingrid Tahiri. She is a musician, music teacher, advocate for using the power of music to address mental health issues, and producer of the High Notes Gala. She is Swedish with a Persian last name. Welcome, Ingrid. Thank you so much, Marge, for having me. I'm very glad that uh, you could join me. Let's start with making sure I have it correct regarding your musical talents. <laughs> you are an accomplished pianist and a piano teacher. Is that correct? Well, it's all relevant, right? So okay. compared to some people, I'm probably quite accomplished and compared to the people that's playing at the TSO, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I but got I it. Piano, but not so much anymore as I used to because of COVID. So when COVID uh, did uh, happen, I actually transitioned to translations of medical text instead. So I only have two students at the moment. Okay. 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 We're going to back up a bit. You were born in Sweden and your mom was Finnish. So you speak both of those languages, correct? Uh, no. (laughs) Okay. I I don't speak Finnish because my mom was actually Danish. Danish. Yeah. But those are small countries, uh, but it's a big difference in language between Finland and Denmark. Okay. Yeah. There's some difference between Danish and Swedish, but I did grow up speaking Danish with my mom and Swedish with my dad. Okay. So no wonder you do translation. You have many languages. And your husband is Persian, so you can speak that too, correct? Yeah, the language is Farsi, and I do speak it. I don't read it, I don't write it, but I do understand, and I get by. Very good. Okay, that's impressive. Okay, so can you tell us about your journey to be an advocate for using music to address mental health issues. I phrase it that that way because I've learned from you that music can just make one feel better, can help with real mental health issues, that many musicians have dealt with mental health challenges. And in presenting this, the stigma of mental health is reduced. Okay. Have I captured this correctly? Can you elaborate on this? I can definitely elaborate it. I think you started it really well. Um, So like everybody else, I have a mental health story. And um, I guess my journey into this started uh, way before I knew it did, uh, because uh, I guess subconsciously I knew, you know, we need to um, raise the image of mental illness. So uh, music is really, really powerful in drawing attention to matters that do need attention and that maybe we're not quite ready for unless uh, somebody we really admire talk about it and speak about it. So that's kind of partially background, partially uh, because music to myself has always been there for me. It's sort of like medicine when you needed 
a hug, you know, but maybe mm -hmm. nobody was there to give it to you. So you listened to a song. In my case, I played a song. Uh, I spoke to the piano. Um, you know, some people express themselves through singing and words and written. I used to play in ensembles. So I know the benefits of playing better people and to feel that energy in a room. Uh, and uh, I guess the Oscars and the Grammys quite often do a focus on an issue that needs attention. Mm -hmm. So it kind of like all got, you know, little hints and places from here and there uh, to get started. And I know people in my own family who had mental health issues. It wasn't something you spoke very much about. But then, uh, you know, every time... I came across somebody who had a mental health issue and I told them about what I knew from my own experience. It was helpful for them and gave them hope. So then we decided to take it to one higher level and give hope to other people and have an official kind of Grammy slash Oscars for mental health. <laughs> if you okay. want to put it. Yeah, yeah, I like the word hope there. Yeah, hope is very important. We mm -hmm. all need hope. Without yeah. hope, we're nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you have had a number of incredible, enjoyable, high notes galas. Very fortunately, I've been able to attend many of them. You have invited and they came some really well-known people, Luba Goy, Dan Hill, Lloyd Robertson, and others whose name I don't remember, but wow, did they give beautiful performances and or told amazing stories of dealing with mental health issues. Can you tell us more about these galas that you created? Um, well, it's been incredible, enjoyable for me because I have, as you said, although I'm not good enough to be on stage uh, for my own performances, I get to meet these amazing performers and realize that they're human beings just like everybody else with lives of struggles and hope and challenges uh, uh, and wonderful people willing to share those stories for the better of uh, the rest of us. So um, that's what it's about. It's about sharing stories. Our hashtag is we all have a story uh, because sharing those stories and using music um, really does uh, heal, it uh, educates and um, kind of draw in an audience that might not want to listen to the messages if it wasn't for those mm -hmm. amazing people like Dan Hill and mm -hmm. Luba Boy and Lloyd Robertson and all the other musicians that are there. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, you've had uh, some of the galas at the Richmond Hill Center for Performing Arts and also you've had some at over in the Markham uh, Theater. And mm -hmm. uh, you have had some at other venues as well, some mm -hmm. not, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people, but some really nice uh, venues as well. Why do you do the smaller ones as also? Is there a real reason for doing these smaller <laughs> venues? There are a couple of reasons, but it's less work to do okay. a smaller event. So that's my selfish reason. Mm -hmm. uh, other reason is also that... Um, we really want to create a community where those who have been touched by mental illness make connections. Mm -hmm. So uh, it might be easier to do that if you're in a smaller venue and there's mm -hmm. room to mingle in between performances. Mm -hmm. You get to speak 
up close with the performers and other people in attendance mm-hmm. and share stories and learn from each other. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have recently been offering opportunities to sing and do other ways of connecting. Uh, can you tell us about these endeavors? Uh, sure. So uh, at one of these smaller events, I was approached by somebody who was wondering why why don't you do a choir, you know? And I was like, well, I'm not really a singer. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll do it. And uh, this, uh, we talked a little bit back and forth. Uh, and this person was involved with Ryerson's uh, Smart Lab. She's uh, doing research on the benefits of singing together mm. and singing. Uh, and I got intrigued by all the benefits it has to our mental health to mm. sing together uh, in a group. So we started it just before the pandemic. And then when the pandemic started, we moved it online. So we've had an online presence for singing for a couple of years now. Uh, and then we said, well, people cannot come out to our galas right now. So what can they do that still bring them together and is good for them and reduce isolation? Because isolation is one of the main reasons people get depressed. And, you know, when you get depressed, other underlying issues can also come up uh, so we started a movie club we started a book club and uh, recently uh, we we started the in-person choir uh, I'm actually part of it and I was only going to go one time uh, just to say hi and you know welcome and that's it now you're with uh, Patricia but but I felt afterwards that although I had been tired and maybe exhausted it really made my own mood uh better mm. so i continued um and the other thing that i'm super 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 excited about are our free music lessons mm. so okay. uh i mean you mentioned earlier that i am from sweden and when i grew up uh, in the school system itself we were offered not free music lessons but lessons uh at a very subsidi- subsidized um uh, rate um, mm-hmm. and we at I also want to think everybody should have a right to learn a musical instrument because we need to be able to express ourselves in other ways than through math and kumon and all those pressure 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 activities but mm-hmm. something more relaxing uh, so we we got a little bit of funding and are now offering free lessons on piano and guitar for individuals who've been touched by mental illness so mm-hmm. there's no at all we pay the two we pay for the venue uh but these uh we had 30 applicants and i think we have 20 students now on a weekly basis very nice oh i like that that's uh very positive so it it is and i have big dreams about bringing this into the school system and the schools because people with mental health challenges uh sometimes it's really hard for them to get out of bed Sometimes it's hard for them to put on some clothes or take a shower. Sometimes to get from point A to B, it's difficult as well. Uh, so we, we're hoping that we might be able to bring it closer to, mm. to need it in the future. We're working hard towards that. Mm-hmm. Right. I know you've worked very hard for Heinold Zavante to receive charitable status and thereby qualify for grants. Can you talk about some of those challenges? Um, 
I mean, it's you learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you read about it and you learn what you have to do. Uh, you surround yourself with some great people who help you through the process, and mm-hmm. you send off your application. You get some feedback. You send it back again. Uh, basically, you don't have to give up uh, just because you get rejected. Okay. Uh, you have to keep on going. Uh, sometimes you change your. We had to change our objectives ever so slightly just in order to get the actual charitable status. Mm-hmm. But it was a good process. Okay. Um, I don't know if uh, you get more grants because of that. You could still get grants as a nonprofit organization, but it gives us the right to uh, give out charitable tax receipts. So yes. And we yeah. would like to donate to us. We can now give them a receipt for that. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that sounds very good for that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe we did um, it. <laughs> I believe you have done a very good job with connecting with others in our community who are also advocating for mental health. Can you tell us about some of those connections? Well, many of them have happened through Connecting the Community, which mm-hmm. is a group. So I have met some of our directors on our board from there. For example, you know, Andre La Rosa and Susan Kagan. Uh, Sherry Bennett has been on our board in the past. And I met Kathy Monarchy from Home on the Hill. I met um, Carol Thompson from uh, the Treasures Swift Store. Uh, and I mean, I met all wonderful people just from connected community like that. And then mm-hmm. with connections and advice, we connect with other people as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Okay. No, it, it's good when I come out to your event, out to your events, you know, I saw lots of familiar faces, lots of people that were working alongside you. And um, I love to see that. So thank you. Yeah. So how can people get involved with what you're doing? Oh, Many ways. Okay, <laughs> they can um, just you know, if depending on why they want to get involved, I should say, uh, if you know somebody or you yourself have a mental health uh, issue or story, then you would probably want to sign up to participate in our choir, maybe the music lessons, maybe the movie club, maybe the book club, or online lesson. Maybe you want to know when the next gala is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go on our website or you can send me an email and ask to be put on the mailing list. Um, there's also an application form on the website right now to apply for that. Okay. People who like to volunteer uh, just a couple of hours every once in a while at uh, the gaming center because we get some of our funding from there mm-hmm. and it's actually worth a lot of money, just a couple of hours of your time mm-hmm. to do that. We would love sponsors. We have our next time of Gala for Mental Health on March 27th. We okay. already have all the artists in place for that. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to expand on it, but I could. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Is it secret or can you give us no, a no, hint? It's not secret. It's just, uh, okay. it's just we're finished right now. So you can buy tickets for that, right? Okay. Or you can be a sponsor for that. You could put an ad in the program for it. Uh, we also need teachers for the music program. Mm-hmm. So if you teach piano or guitar or have another instrument, maybe contact me regarding that. Okay. Uh, we like people to know about what we're doing. So if you're on social media 
or yep. meet people, tell them about us. Our hashtag is we all have a story. Like so that. Okay. that one when you talk about us. Um, we have flyers that we would like to put up in all kinds of locations. So if you know of a location and would like some flyers, you can contact me and us and uh, we'll either send them to you or meet up with you so that you can take them. Right, yeah. So uh, I think that's it. Great. Yeah. Okay, so you would, you certainly want us uh, to spread the word. Mm -hmm. But can you, can you give us a hint of who's going to be at your gala in March? Sure, I can break the news to you right here okay. now. You'll be the first one who find out. Yes. Uh, so we are going to have a couple of new people and a couple of old people. Mm -hmm. So uh, one new person that's going to be involved is a name that you may not recognize. It's Alan Shiner. But if you have heard the Pizza Pizza commercial, the Sleep Country commercial, Marineland commercial, uh, and many, many, many other jingles, He's the man behind them. Hmm. So he's going to be sharing his story and okay. maybe some of those jingles. Right now, we're also working. <laughs> we're also working on what we call the mental health anthem together with him, where we are putting together the lyrics and he's composing the music. Hmm. And because our tenth anniversary is coming up mm -hmm. in the next year, so depending on how you're counting, um, so there there will be something big happening in that regard. Mm -hmm. We have Michael Rich, who played the accordion at one of our mm -hmm. events. Last. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's not just playing the accordion; like he is making it sound like a whole orchestra is playing yeah. that electronic accordion. Yeah, that's amazing. With, yeah, he's putting up with a TSO violinist, um, mm. so they will combine the accordion with the violin, which mm. will be very interesting. Ron Corb, he's mm -hmm. a lotist. And nominated several times for a Grammy, got one last year, mm -hmm. and was nominated again this year. We'll play the flute together with an Erhu, uh, Asian instrumentalist. Mm -hmm. Then we have Frank Rosso. He's the professor who will tell you about the benefits of singing in a group, mm -hmm. and making music together. Ballet Jurgen, amazing mm -hmm. ballet performances. We have an actor, Jamie Robertson, teaches at York University and have been in a few shows. I don't know their names right now. We also have Lily Frost, mm. who is a singer, songwriter, and a host of um, a couple of shows on Sumer Radio. Mm -hmm. And then we have our own Shulamit Moore, who is a clinical psychologist and a concert pianist. Mm. Those are the ones I can tell you right now. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> that sounds like an amazing lineup. I, I certainly plan on coming. So the amazing. Very good. Okay. So what do you um what do you dream of doing? Like you're doing this concert in March, but what is your hmm. real dream? Um, I guess it's to contribute contribute to a society where uh, we all appreciate the importance of the arts to our mental health mm -hmm. and in creating well-balanced and harmonic individuals. So I guess right now one of my bigger dreams is to get this music program into all the schools across mm -hmm. Canada uh, or 
outside the schools as well, really to make it accessible. Some people are involved in sports, some people are involved in arts, and you know, they, we all have something that mm-hmm. we need. Uh, so we will, we cannot solve the whole mental health crisis, but we can help by providing outlets for those who need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to be heard, that the stories will be heard and so people understand uh, and show compassion for mm-hmm. people who are going through mental health challenges. And this includes the families and, and the loved ones, because mm-hmm. when your uh, family member or a friend is suffering, really you are suffering as well. Yeah. Um, and the importance of sharing those stories so that we give hope to each other and help right. each other move forward on higher notes again. Woo, I do hope your dream comes true. Anything else that you'd like to add? I have to think for a second. <laughs> I will add. I I will add things to your the podcast. Okay. Also. Okay. So uh, your website, the all the tickets uh, for the March twenty third performance, all that will certainly be right there in the podcast notes. So nobody has to hope that they can find things that they will be okay, there. Great. So yeah, great. I will do and that. I guess it would be lovely to hear from people that heard the podcast to yes. what they thought about it and if mm-hmm. they want to get involved. Okay, so I'll I'll put your contact, your information, it's there on the website. So definitely, we will keep in touch. And One one, one more thing, sorry to interrupt, is we do have a Canada Helps uh, page as well. So if anybody do have a little bit extra money and they would like to make a donation in support of what we are doing, please do go to our website and our Donate Now page. Mm -hmm. And get a tax receipt and this can be a gift for somebody in the holidays definitely i I like that idea okay i do end this podcast with the guest response to the question name one thing you really like about this community the richmond hill center for the performing arts and its wonderful piano okay (laughs) everything that it really has done for us you know without that we might venture downtown much more often but mm-hmm. there's so much going on within the borders of Richmond Hill itself that you don't have to go downtown it's nice once in a while but you don't have to you don't have to yes okay I like that okay <laughs> okay so again I'll add things to the podcast notes and uh thank you Ingrid for doing this uh, taking the time to do this podcast thank you we've thank had you. a good conversation so again uh we will we will talk soon and i hope i see lots of the podcast listeners at the concert so again thank you thank you for listening i would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community consider emailing me at marge m-a-r-j at margeandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected.